0: We are back for another episode of the Marshall View with the one and only Phil Norman from Ghost, a man that I muchly admire. We've met quite a few times, um, trained together quite a few times and things like that. Big respect for him. So thank you, Phil, for taking the time out. Really appreciate no, my it. Pleasure. My pleasure.
1: My pleasure. And you've done a few of these now, haven't you?
0: yeah yeah so it all started during the lockdown period when it was like well may as well get some interviews going via zoom and things so yeah it's been really interesting really cool to talk to people like bob and yourself and you know all yeah it's been really really cool so i guess we just start at the start then of how you got kicking and punching with martial arts and how you all began it all then oh right okay yeah yeah so I mean, obviously, it's a
1: Bruce Lee fan when I was a kid. And and again, you know, I'm an old man now. So back then, there was no, like, you know, the social media and all that, you know, there was a very big mysticism behind, like, the martial arts because you couldn't really get to it. You know, it was yeah. all kind of like in books or, you know, and I think like Enter the Dragon was like a triple X film. So you couldn't even watch <laughs> it. You saw the picture on the video cover or, sorry, on, the, on posters and things like that. Which, yeah. With Bruce Lee, so so yeah, obviously interested. Um, kind of started off in like in the kung fu, uh, just after I kind of left school, um, and then from there uh, went into uh, uh, caught up with Guru Dan Asanto, and, Santo and uh, then just fell in love with that whole side of it and his umbrella of martial arts, if you like, that yeah. goes off out through the Asanto Academy. So, yeah, through and 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 that 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 was where I was so sort of here 87 i think uh, up at nino bernardo's in london stoke newton green me and uh my training partner colin sherrod uh, we uh yeah we went up there and it was in the evenings that they ran it so it was i think i um, i think even like i didn't notice but i think my, like I'm sure bob Green probably had him at the weekend yeah. like he was, but but it was uh it was evenings, so we we went up and just kind of crashed in these dodgy bmvs and then uh and then we trained there but then what was really cool because the seminar was just like you had to understand also like so i was from kung fu and we were like we've been horse dance for like two years or something like that <laughs> no no in fact you know like we, we it was a very traditional that, that was pretty difficult it was a very traditional kind of way of teaching um, it's the matches you learn a new technique every six months or something it was it was like that um, and then when we went on this Guru uh Danis seminar uh, it was like every thirty seconds there was a variation. It was like oh, my brain just blew up from. Yeah, yeah. Us. Okay, now we do this. Now we do this, and then I was like, "What?" So that was that was that kind of uh, big impact there. And then, thankfully for us, because it would have all gone completely. Like like when you go to see Guru Dan, it all goes over your head anyway. You know, if if you've not done that kind of stuff before, because he's just such an incredible martial artist that gets kind of you know really. Like even when he goes, on, oh, I've been told to slow down. And then it's boom, 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 boom. You can see he's so excited about what he teaches and so passionate about what he teaches.
2: Um,
1: but luckily for us, uh, Nino Bernardo uh, would invite us in during the day and would work, go over what was done the evening before. So we kind of got extra training in there. And that kind of embedded it a little bit for us. And, and then and then from there, we when we said to Guru, what do we do now? We said, well, you know, we're in California, come over. And so we did. And then that was that
0: amazing what was it like to travel over to california then
1: oh yeah yeah no it was was, because they were so and i mean we were say we were kids like 18 19 so we couldn't even go into pubs to get drinks (laughs) then we have this this place called the red onion and we were always on a budget okay so we we slept uh like like we didn't have any proper jobs or anything we just like started working nightclubs and and, we were passing so so we were working nightclubs and then we could we could just save some money and we were training all day and then we just we just take off to the uh Inno center when we had a little of money um and then we'd just sleep on the uh the floor of the Inno center academy with sleeping bags and mats there when all the classes were finished we'd just throw out sleeping bags yeah yeah actually that was me uh like steve mosley probably he's a big facebook guy yeah, yeah so me steve mosley and colin sherrod were there and uh I think jamie karen came over a couple of times as well but that, that was generally the three would go over there and we'd just be like you know, looking after each other and living out of each other's back pockets whoever had a bit of money was like you know buying lunch and stuff like that yeah. what generally happened was um uh Sumi Pula, um a guru would always invite us out for meals and it was kind of like we're trying to be they, they knew we didn't have much money so they never charged us for anything and they they generally fed us and looked after us as well you know like yeah. when we went out there they were so they were so kind of cool with us um and then and then that's just we just trained and trained and trained and it was the best, you know, the
0: best times. So that was I'd like ten years of that. Yeah, yeah, amazing. What part did you find the most interesting? And did you like the groundwork? Did you like the Filipino stuff more? The JKD, like
1: yeah, yeah. Weapons? When we it kind of changed. When I first started, I was heavily into like I really loved the the, the Muay Thai. And uh, Arjun Chai, Arjun Chai used to come over and do a seminar once a month, which was just scary, by the way.
2: <laughs>
1: Arjun Chai went. You know, it, was, it was just a scary character I, I saw him just knock somebody out like some person that was playing up outside the gym and yeah came in and played out played up in, in the, like why would you do that at the the <laughs> but he was playing up doing bruce lee kind of things and and i will just try him inside and, and just knocked him out in front of everybody. <laughs> and then woke him up and then knocked him out again and it was like <laughs> oh. and, and it was just you know whatever he said he just did it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, you know because he was he was a uh, you know a very strict but very very good tie box and i love the tie boxing so so yeah tie boxing for me was you know i just loved hitting stuff uh, uh-huh. back then And uh, for me,
0: <laughs> uh, my attack dogs <laughs> hey sleeping to attack mode
1: yeah 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 and, and so and so the other thing was the kali for me so not so much yeah. to take an fan the carly and the tie boxing i really fell in love with um at the same time Savat so because i love kicking stuff
2: yeah. you know. like <laughs> kicking people in the head
1: kicking people in the face so Savat, so we had professor selena salih up there as well he would he would be doing Savat so classes as well so i loved the the Savat so um as well but they, they were the the main ones and then just like i think a year or two later then we had uh the shuto came in with uh yuri nakamura uh since yuri nakamura came in um and started teaching shuto um and so that was the next thing it kind of led into sort of like what we have now of mma yeah sure
0: so yeah so that was that was the early days fantastic what about your competing days and so obviously you're one of the first compete in mma Uh, and how did that all come about and what was your experience of that like
1: yeah so i mean we got i mean we were doing the training anyway and we were training like like what modern fighters would do anyway because we just loved it so like it wouldn't be strange for me to go around and see Colin, my mate Colin, and we just do fifteen rounds of tie packs. Yeah, it, yeah. It just, and we did this most days because you know, we did have proper <coughs> jobs. We did have proper jobs. We were like we worked doors basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, and so we were kind of quite you know, well trained, I think. And then when when the competitions came around, when we started getting into competitions, it was like, well, we might as well test it and have, a, have yeah. a go and i'm not but i'll be honest i wasn't big into the fighting side of it but i really loved the training for fights like with a, a couple of really close friends just getting in there and just really pushing each other mm-hmm. and but if you had the fight at the end of it then it kind of made the training a little bit better what happened was fights generally turned out to be a bit of a disappointment as so much as oh was that it
2: kind in of- what way
1: in so much as uh, it wasn't really that hard. I'm not, not, I mean, not showing off or being big headed or cause it yeah. was, was that, I didn't mean that anyway. But usually, you build up for your training camp so much that when a fight happens, it was all, uh, oh, that's it then. It was yeah, all, yeah. yeah, it's just done. Um, and and you're like, and like, for example, when I had the British style of tail. Total forum, uh, total fight forum. When they had, when they had their uh, the British title, it, it just seemed over before I even got started. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, um, can we not, can we not do it again? Because that was, like, like I, was, I was, just warming up, and it's yeah. finished.
2: You know, you know.
1: So yeah, but but um, in the fighting as well, I started off. I mean, just I just got bored with different things as well. So like, I I, I boxed, and then I kickboxed, and then. There was then we started to have not really like MMA but MMA type contests because it hadn't really come out properly and, and we just see what we could get away with local council and so I was like what rules we could get away with and things. So when was of, this? Was this like, what early
0: nineties or?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like so yeah,
0: yeah. Back, so pre UFC.
1: Oh yeah, back then it was kind of like some yeah. So when, when people ask you about your fight record, you go well, yeah, not that many fights. So like, well, to be honest, a lot of the fights they 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 just weren't registered.
2: Yeah.
1: And because because the rules were not like MMA rules now, do you, you know what I mean? So sure. I mean there's ones where you where you could head up and <laughs> things like that you know. Yeah. Um, and there was even ones where we weren't allowed to and, and you, just, you just did it because it was good for a scrap anyway. But ones like uh, you couldn't punch him in the face but you could kick him in the face and then you right. know, when, you, when you went to the ground because the crowd didn't really understand ground fighting it was like you had a minute, and then you had to get up. No matter what yeah. you did, the arm bar, You had the armbar like no, no, get up because the crowd is starting to boo now because they don't, you're yeah.
2: they
1: not educated like they are now. Just so sort of. yeah. So yeah. So that's that was that. So Amazing. yeah, I just dabbled in different things and and British titles, world titles i one won in, in that. Um, and now now it's uh, next generation is coming through yeah yeah
0: amazing um so obviously you trained and then you did the competition side of it and you also said that you did the door side of it did you find the transition then from the training to the door did that fit well did you have to adapt what you were doing on the door did oh, the yeah, training that, kind of yeah that fit was, well with it anyway that was just good practice that yeah was, yeah
1: yeah so on the um, uh nightclubs as well so different i mean different stages throughout the years so i did i did nightclubs for about 11 years um, and uh, there was a stage before cameras where when, when there were fights, they were, they were, you know, the proper, the, the person wanted them, they, they were after you, were, you're were after a big, you're having a big scrap because there's no cameras yeah. and they know if they're going to scrap with a dormant then they're, they're going to get a kick in off of off them. So it, th- those scraps before cameras were quite tasty and um, and we also had like a lot of like the, the football coming in the weekends as well um okay. so, so it was just it was i mean if you're into fine it was good times and, uh, i loved it so so yeah it was good times and then so originally like the the i had a, i was a big fan of ty and carly but the jkd stop hitting came in really quick for me yeah. back then from working nightclubs like like stop hitting with the jab i know people like to do the fences set up the rear hand but yeah. for me it was a heavy lead hand jab which just dropped people um, and then generally a, a tie kick or a you know something like that would, would yeah. finish it or I'd move on to the next person but the lead but the yeah the the stop hit with the jab and if you and also our influence back then was like Rick young and <laughs> Rick Young before I mean he's a big BJj known for his BJj but his boxing his tie boxing when he was younger was just ferocious it was just unbelievable and he was a role model <clears throat> for us because we were like kids and we were always kind of looked up to him sure. and his his jab i think he had like i'm not sure what he's actually, when his actual professional boxing career was like but i heard he his first three knockouts were with the jab i mean that was it was wow was, yeah. jabs in. Um, and and that was it for me it was like big lead hand jab with like drop step jab in and that would be our stop hit we had that time so yeah so that they were the first five years and then cameras came in and people started to go to prison <laughs> so yeah. um, after that um, instead of a stop hit it would be a trap so it would still be a like a stop hit but we would be like whoop, trapping the person straight away first of all and then um, if it carried on kicking off it didn't look like on camera that oh, i just smacked somebody straight yeah. away the, the stop hit you 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 empty it all the time um, and it was difficult to go well no it, he it was going to fight and on camera it, well it doesn't look like it it's like no no pre-contact cues were you know you could tell sure, sure. once you had you know fire after fight after fight you, you you can tell like without a doubt where it's gonna go so the stop it would end it now then so i would trap and offline and then that's where the carly came all back into it so the first five years it was more jkd jung fan yeah. through somebody and then the second five years it was more about trapping and offlining really uh, was more of where it went i mean when the football was around then it just it was just like you know the alamo and you just went after <laughs> whoever was around it was it was a how they say a target enriched environment you know yeah yeah I mean, <laughs> good good scrapping then um but that's how that changed for me in the martial arts so it went John and direct to carly offlining in the yeah. second like five years of it yeah it's a bit completely different now i think they push people they're going to get sacked nowadays so, yeah
0: yeah you got I, I, wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't survive i wouldn't survive the modern the modern uh, nightclubs now, I don't think. I don't think a few
0: I people have said that, that. that I've interviewed before, like people like Rush Jarman, Steve, said so it's a completely different ballgame now. Yeah. So
2: people yeah. have
0: worked a long time on the doors previously in the 80s, 90s, even the early 2000s now said no. No, no, I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, I you know, I, I'd, I'd be getting into trouble one way or the other, if, yeah, if, yeah. especially now I'm older as well, because I don't have the, the power or the kind of, you know, the snap to
0: put someone down yeah. like in the early days. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. When did you start developing the Go system? Then, so obviously that's what you're known for. You're known for the MMA career, obviously being a full instructor under um, Guru Dan. Um, when did you did you move away from the JKD and that at any point, or did you just decide to no, kind of go no, over right?
1: No, that that's goes. that's a that's a that's a thing that right. I, I'll, I'll I'll bring this up briefly, but i can't <laughs> talk too much about it. So regarding regarding the JKD side, and people thinking, oh, like you, you left it, or it's like I've never left it. So there's there's people I work with which I can't talk about. Uh, so I, I have military contracts I work with, and there's other people I work with. Which yeah. um, and, and and for that side of it, I've been doing JKD from the start all the way through, right, without doubt. And I still very much do, even so much as you, you know the, the crowd that used to be with before. That yeah. very much. That's also why um, I I I came into that to, as part of my research because I was doing some work for military at the time Um, and so no i've never left it but people know me more for the sports side so we have the combative elements if you like or the 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 more kind of uh non-competitive fighting side of it and then we have the sports side of it now for me publicly i I sell more publicly the sports side of it and that's that's what that is so the ghost um, uh, originally uh, came about through a whole series of events yes i had my experience of competing really funny thing happened the other day right? so, so going, oh the, the guy with the the guy that's telling people how to not get punched in the face it's got a pretty busted nose
2: <laughs> <laughs> i was
1: like yeah yeah of course yeah of course because obviously if i knew that before i was competing in sport sure. maybe that wouldn't be the case now yeah so, yeah so yeah yeah so it was a reflection of after as as a result of one of my later fights i got knocked out okay. in, in my hometown in front of a home crowd and i was headlining yeah against somebody that wasn't that good a fighter but but again it's the game. It's, I, got, I got knocked out um and as a result of that that was one of the tipping points where they say oh you know you never you never lose you learn well no, mate i it twisted me i made a whole system right <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> wow yeah, yeah. that was grabbed again um, and so there was a whole series of things that came, and, and light bulbs came, and that was one of them. Uh, like some research, like I say, for the military, I was understanding, looking at the their tactics and strategies, and they never go toe to toe. Not since you know charge the light brigade. There's yeah, always a yeah. kind of a flanking or some sort of. And I was like, well, then why don't we do that in sport fighting? You, you know, like why do we do that? And and I think um, a lot of it is because. Uh, you know the a lot of people that, that kind of will argue against it have never had never been in front of someone where you're going to get knocked out with their jab yeah. do you see what I mean? and when you start to put that value on it that like no you you will get killed with one shot then you go oh now that's making me be more elusive i'm not so keen to come in on the toe to toe and, and uh, you know stand in front of somebody um, so that happened um, i had uh the kali was a big influence for me um especially the one when the light bulb really clicked off on that side of it was uh Sifa Rick rickfay was doing uh numerado which is just a weapons um where you're usually with enumerado it's, it's different size but generally it's demonstrated a lot with uh, a stick and a dagger mm-hmm. and they start to work around someone against uh, like a, a constant type of slow-mo attack and i was watching that going should be doing that in sport more because <laughs> they go usually in arts like even savat panatooka you offline right Whereas like your your junk fan your winchun would go straight, straight directly. you offline you offline but once they offline they will offline on usually the first one but then they'll be very combative and generally go straight back on or through that person or they'll offline maybe twice you know and, and i was like no, no we should just keep doing that and how do i hit that with this hand and that hand and this foot and how do i uh do it when my shape is not it's not like this it's like oh it's it's over here or Mm -hmm. it's it's right over here now how do i how do i hit like that and so originally the with the panatuka you've got the kali movement and the boxing but it doesn't quite fit if you're continuously trying to offline so so that's why the ghost came about and originally we didn't have a name for it it was uh like competition Carly or you know just stuff like that because it's very Carly based. The early post was very kali based without a doubt. And when people say, "Oh, you're just ripping off kali," it's like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I guess I kind of am." <laughs> no, no, kali people are really doing it like we are, but yeah, I guess I guess we are. Yeah, we are, it's definitely I'm definitely ripping off Carly. and that's because I'm a full instructor under Guru Dan and Santo in kali. So <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna make exactly. sense. Yeah then as as things changed because then then we we started to put it into fights um and pressure test it i say we i mean the boys the jake and exit starts mm-hmm. in fights then other things happened and then it grew from there so the development continued it was Kylie based initially in theory when we started and then then later on it developed and uh and other arts and systems i started nicking from and you know and and taking ideas from um and then put it together the unique we do have a unique technique which i'm still waiting to see someone go oh it comes from here or that comes from there and that, the driveway the drive-by i think is is unique and i've I, i've shown it to people You like grew in the santo and you'll go yeah no, i've not seen it done that way
2: yeah you
1: know? so i'm still like oh you know we did make something but you could look at carly and go well, that bits from there or that bits from there or yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. so yeah yeah but nobody's put it together like this yeah. so with ghost was put it together like this before. And we've we've systemized it now. So yeah. So, yeah. so that's how that, that came about. And now and that's just that was 11 12 years ago, I think where we actually started to put it out and get a name for it. So it's not it's not like oh I woke up and go, oh ghost. You know, it's yeah, you know, sure. there, there was a decade of, of competing before that. There was twenty odd years of Carly John fan before that.
2: Yeah.
1: And and that and that development and then understanding the principles of research and, and what have you because you know i, I a college uh, i was a college university i went to university a, i'm a college lecturer yeah. for think, 10 years so understanding how what we have to do to make this valid research and,
2: and not just make up stuff you know. yeah yeah of course
0: yeah let's talk about jake and x then it's obviously two of the kind of projects is people that have pushed um, goes forward both in x was more mma yeah and then jake was more yeah. boxing yeah, well, jake was kickboxing originally he was a kickboxer
1: okay. yeah. yeah he was a kickboxer um and you know he was just a kid he was like and so jake was uh, about 15 when he started when we started making uh the ghost program um and by then he was already a uh, black belt kickboxing with me at that time mm-hmm. and we were just changing it up uh, jake uh sorry kids are still kicking around uh mm-hmm. jake jake um he he went up real quickly in competing because he just wanted to fight. Yeah. Um, and he went to uh, just like a, a local show to an area title to a British title and within like five or six kickboxing fights. He'd won the Five Nations title, um, uh, Five Nations belt um, sure. over in he beat, he beat the Irish champion in Ireland. You know, on, you know on the I think it was. I can't remember it was, but that was that was his last kickboxing one, and he was. We were getting shouts for him to also then go European. I I was offered a European and a world title for him within a month of that that fight. By then, I'd switched into boxing.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, And that was purely because of his health. So he he got diagnosed as a as a celiac having celiac's Mm -hmm. uh, really late and he had uh that had ripped up all his uh stomach and what have you and he had become a type 1 diabetic now type 1 you're usually born with you, know? yeah. you, you don't you don't develop that later type 2 you develop later but but type 1 he became a type 1 because of what celiac had done to him and it was undiagnosed so yeah. he had all these allergies and all these you know he was always Telling to his mama, oh, I've got pains in my stomach. Can they take him to doctors? And they go, "No, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just, mm-hmm. you know, growing pains or what have you." Uh, but yeah, so they, they kind of uh, they they were they were saying they were very they were very lucky they caught him because he was about to go into a kind of a coma, just mm-hmm. when they realised it was type one. So because of that, the diabetes and I, and because I I was concerned about potential clots in his legs from maybe the kicking side of it like taking taking a lot, lot of kicking in i said let's switch you out to boxing um and put you in boxing and so he's known for his boxing now yeah if you are tired because it, it was up but but way before that no he was he was flying in, in kick boxing um, and then so and then jake went uh i mean he's won goodness knows what he's won now in, in boxing amateur boxing he's won like, like amount of belts he's won is crazy um he won he won the English well, he got GB uh, uh, trials, He got to went to the GB squad training. Uh, he's boxed for England, uh, amateur. So he's done really, really well. And we've been trying to turn him pro for about a year and a half, nearly a year and a half, two years. Yeah. COVID's kind of put a big thing on that, but the, yeah. diabetes, the diabetes put a big thing on it as well now it's because, okay. he, because it's just another obstacle that's been thrown in there. And now he's got to have a disc which they attach to him which they have to scan between rounds to check his blood sugars right okay so he's going through the process of it there is one other box that's just done it he's a type one so jake's kind of following the this guy has to you know the sort of thing is hoops he has to jump through but sure. it's taking twice as long to go pro. he should have been fighting a year ago pro now but so we're, that's that's his next year in his profile okay. pro boxing um x was uh yeah in the mma and he tearing up the they did really really well in the mma and then blew a knee out in uh doing vjj mm-hmm. and that's been a bit of a a, a slow recovery um, and he's just getting back into it now he's just he's been he's uh training really well and he's training up for another competition but he's been out the mm-hmm. game a while like a year or two on that one with, uh, yeah. with, the, with the knee because they he had to have uh, reconstruction on his uh on his uh, collateral lateral uh, i'm not sure which one it was that might be the posterior collateral knee ligaments right do. okay
2: yeah
1: so yeah and so he's going and then we've got a couple of kids coming through now uh, they're coming through they're doing boxing That, that have done really well in the amateur boxing scene at the moment so that's the the generation next because x and jake were really you know they were testing it
2: yeah
1: sure. <laughs> they were they were like they were like the kids. yeah <laughs> ghosters that didn't know any better because yeah. they were young kids themselves and I'll, and I'll be like, right. And, and for me to, to test it, I just made sure whatever we did, we did it in training a lot before the fight. And sure. then, then they ended up doing it in fights. So oh, yeah. oh, it does work. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, my God, that didn't work. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It, it goes both ways. It, goes, sure. it was testing. Whereas the, the generation, the, the two youngsters that coming up, are sort of like, like working off the back of all the, the testing, if you like, that Jake and X are done, and they're just lapping it up. Yeah. And they're doing great now so yeah it's the generation after so jake and x have done really well i mean really really well um it went surprisingly well co- considering it was it was testing but the, the generation coming through after that they're the one
2: that will really benefit from the coasting yeah amazing yeah cool
0: covid then we'll talk about the c word how's it affected you how's it yeah like you you were doing a lot weren't you you were doing stuff for lee morrison you were doing stuff that you said previously about certain stuff you can't talk about obviously yeah it's not
2: it's
1: not not like i mean i i I could talk about like for example i was on the fight when COVID first come in i was sat in the uh cruise mess on a uh cruise ship passenger ship and it was doing going between Nagasaki and Tinjin in China and Wuhan was about two hours yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I was
1: going. <laughs> well that's only two hours away from there when it just broke out yeah. at the time um, and uh, so yeah so at the time I was I, was, I had various contracts with uh, cruise ship companies as well so I did the security teams on cruise ships so they'd fly me out to a cruise ship I would uh, stay on the ship for a week uh, or so um, and train up their security teams and then they'd fly me back. So I, yeah. in this case it'd be like, yeah, different, like Nagasaki, uh, would be in and out, uh, there, or I've done, uh, you know, like Norway, I've gone in, flown into Norway and they've gone in and then sent me out back at Germany or i have flown back from Germany. So wherever the, from whichever port, I, I pick up the ship, I do seven days and then it'll either come back to that port or another country and I'll fly yeah. me back from, from that country. So that I was doing a lot of work with that. Obviously that, Completely come to a, a halt. We've got like four yeah. or five, four or five uh, cruise ships out on the uh, in the bay at Bournemouth at the moment. They're just yeah. sat there. Going, oh, yeah. I could come out and trade You know, um <laughs> <train laughs> uh, So yeah. Uh, so there's that work. There was other work as well for different security companies and organisations. All completely stopped because of, of COVID. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't a bad thing because mm-hmm. I was heading for a burnout yeah so it was a bit a bit crazy uh i've really enjoyed having the break um i'll be honest it's nice to get going now and i'm getting contracts are coming in now as well so it's nice for them to for all all that to start up again now but the break was was really good and it allowed me to finish the the ghost online program so if it wasn't for that i wouldn't have got that finished and out out now so i was just as busy but just doing something else yeah you know, sure. another, another side um and so now now we're coming back into it with classes and, and things like that uh we're obviously adapting like everybody else yeah. but ghost is perfect for keeping distance because <laughs> because again originally if you think about the long range uh ghosting like the Kali, if you think about seminars that you've been to it, it's all been yeah yeah long- not standing in front. So it's been of been
0: socially <laughs> distant.
1: <laughs> it's always been socially distant. <laughs> uh, the first uh, principle goes to staying out of no man's land. It's like no stay out of COVID land. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and we're working and flanking. And then if we bring, so what we're doing at the moment with the gyms, which work really well, is we can't. We, we follow the uh, ABA, so they're not holding focus pads, so we won't hold focus pads. Thank yeah. you. But we're using the kind of the sticks and uh, yep. distance. Um, and we can maintain uh, a distance of just uh, about one and a half meters, and you're allowed to do uh, one meter for fifteen minutes currently. you know so so but we' are we're over that. So between two meters and one and a half meters, we can do that and offline. Yeah. so my ghosters are, uh, are doing ghost movements and working around the punches, and the person holding the sticks is almost like they're doing Carly. Yeah, yeah. so they're they're doing opposite or mirror techniques of what we're doing. Yeah. and they're all moving around doing their distance social distancing as it and it just works great so for us, it's not a bad a win. yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's you know it's bad but it's it's not that bad because yeah. we haven't got to make we've got a whole program ready to go and yeah. you just have sticks you know yeah. and you just have sticks and, and you're away so it's it's been all right and you know so the first part of the class is shadow work the second part is you're doing the sticks third yeah. part is smashing heavy bags for you know power it's it's going
2: great at the moment.
0: Bosch, yeah. amazing. Talk a little bit about the online program, because obviously you've worked so hard for that, and it's been
2: oh, it's been God. going on for a
0: while now, hasn't it? But complete
1: yeah. now, completely done. Uh, yeah, but year one, year one, like Greg used to say, done,
2: it's done. done is it's done. done. Yeah,
1: when you're done, it's done is done. So yeah, so year is done. Uh, it took three years. Yeah, to do it because I followed the the deal, the way the deal guys put it together, because. I just thought that was the best way of being presented. So you you got your subject, and the subject's my baby, right? So it's yeah. you know I'm going to look after that baby as much as I can, and I don't want to just go boom, there you go, and it's been you know poorly videoed or poorly sure. you know. So I again, we could have tried to get someone else to edit and do it, but you've got to pay them to yeah. do that, and even then they don't quite do it how you want it. And so this mm. first one, I just did everything myself. Um, i've had another person coming up with the camera camera work but we we planned it we prepped it we filmed it i edited it uh each clip so a clip is like a minute and a half maybe two minutes max took me between three and four hours to edit there's 362 clips in that year year one
2: <laughs> and that's, next, yeah. so i
1: had to learn the process i learned how to use editing software so yeah. that was that was that so when i so when we say oh, it took you three years to do one year it's like well is year two gonna take that long it's like no no i've got it yeah. now yeah, not yeah. Only if i've got it now but i could now probably pay people to edit it for me or at least do a lot of the dog work on that and get it yeah. and get it done so so yes, yeah, not such a problem and it's and it's going out quite nicely now i'm, I'm really pleased with the results the way it's going out
0: what's the it's, aim for is it, is it for students is it for instructors is it for people that are teaching other stuff now that want to incorporate ghost into what they're doing like
1: yeah so right now right now i put that out as a student one yeah. um, but because it's like there's padwork there's sparring drills there's the technical side of it there's the vault which is like just seminar clips and what have you then it probably ticks the box of everybody that possibly goes that might be interested you know yeah. um, and as far as instructors are concerned it's like no there's year one not only yeah. is that year one that's year one with a progression every week so really it's probably two years yeah, probably two years' worth of work there. If you're going to teach it, you know, e- I mean, easily, easily, without, without a doubt. So yeah, very intense, very thorough. Glad it's done. I'm really glad it's done. i oh, mean yeah. a little bit of a break um, yeah. for another month or so, and then uh, we start the get year two down. It's year two, and out of the way. Plus, I've got a couple of other projects uh, which are being filmed and coming out because we've got tier one now. I can film yeah. all the time. Whereas before, I was, I, was, I was filming it on the Sunday uh, with Phoenix MMA, which was just a great gym that's kind of they looked after us. When I closed my old gym down, we went to Phoenix MMA and they've pretty much let us. They've been so hospitable with us. They've just let us train the fighters and work there and film there. So, uh, um, so I was filming in there. But on a Sunday, I could get in there and just film for the whole day. Yeah. And then the rest of the week I'm editing because it's like three hours of clip and, you know, sure, sure. like that. But now with, with Tier 1, I can film every day if I want. And, and yeah, yeah,
0: got, got the fine. full-time place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the middle of a global pandemic, decided to get a full-time martial arts academy.
1: Exactly. It's great. It's interesting because also I'm working with some stunt guys uh, helping them get ready. So yesterday we were uh, helping with uh, stunt fights and things like that. We were filming that. and Yeah, I've got a gym where we can do it and smash yeah. into boards and smash into mats. and do stuff that you don't want necessarily the public to see you know sure. and what have you so so yeah that's been that's been good as well so it's that good to it's a good time placed, yeah. good
0: stuff what's the plans then for the future you kind of touched on it a little bit so maybe the next six months to a year
1: yeah uh so just re i'm establishing the uh the, all that contract work a bit more i've got a padawan in that side of it now the, for the military guys and security teams um, i actually have another support training team that help us get ready when i go and do work at different places so a bit like a jake and x for the ghost mm. i've got that for the like the this us call the jkd side of it sure so for that side as well so i've developed that and i'm pushing uh that a bit more with a team so we're meeting up with this team uh at least once a week sometimes twice a week just to go through different uh contract work that i've got coming up yeah uh, and to a point where i'm 52 now and I, you know I'm, I'm it's nice to have the 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 john john the padawan in this uh, this other side of it and i can bounce him everywhere and he gets up doesn't bitch and he's good to go it's so i'm looking at him pushing that out more later and me taking a step back on that mm-hmm. side of it and overseeing that side of it just basically because you know, i'm getting older now and i don't want to be bounced around by people anymore yeah, yeah. When, I go, when i go and work with military and what have you it, it's not so bad now but when i like i was with them like 11 12 years ago when i started you got tested every time which is fair enough because yeah, yeah. because the consequences were quite serious for them um and so it's fair enough and and so yeah i used to rock with those any new teams we worked with all the time um now i don't have to do that because i've been with everyone. everyone knows me uh, now and that's good and so now i can bring. Uh, uh some people in now to to help me with it and i could just step back on it i don't have to prove it anymore you know so that's that's good yeah So bumping him up on that one the gym's still got to go in uh that, this is a weird one we just kind of had the stump thing happen i, I was working with some people about just a year ago i think they, they, maybe nine months ago they just wanted to treadstone the treadstone tv series and things like that um and then uh i'm just working with some guy that's this hate something called halo i think a movie he's getting involved in that and so we're training people to get ready to go off and, and do these uh make these films so that might be something that kicks in again but for all these things to happen i i can't fully immersed in one particular thing so sure. i have to manage it so i think i am be going back into a kind of a managing role jake should be punching the ghost out more slightly getting see younger they fair they make it look better than me anyway <laughs> so just let them roll with that um and then this other uh, other friend of mine is gonna help me with my other contract work and probably develop more of a team on that side of it as well sure. and then that frees me up for you know like the you know to work with the stunt guys and, and what have you which again it's a giggle for me it's a giggle yeah just fun and it's all about it all about being a giggle i want to go and see more people and be around more people like like bob breen i just want to have some more time with these people uh, i'd like to go over and see Guru more and, you know Steve rick faye just go just go and check out more people uh, and hang with more people i think i think that's the stage where i need to just i just want to go enjoying it again more you know just and just kind of be around just nice Nice, cool people who I, I can just, you know, share with and, f- and feel good about being around, and not necessarily do the teaching. I'd like to just be a student again. That's you know, do you know what I mean? I'd like to do, I'd like to be a student because a lot of time I'll just go somewhere, and then they'll look at me to teach, and I'll be like, oh, I'd like to just step back, just yeah. for, a minute and just just kick around with you guys and see what you guys do. You know, so so yeah, that's the, that's my next plan if you like. So, sounds good yeah
0: yeah you're all good so how are you doing yeah all good so yeah just trying to get through the next little stage and things i suppose so yeah but we're back open and things like that but it's a little bit different but it is what it is i suppose isn't it so at the moment i think every martial arts instructor is going to be and so
1: how, how are you finding oh we've got thunder coming up here
0: oh is it starting yeah it's starting it's
1: starting coming it sounds cool rolling starting to roll in so how are you how you how did you see the difference because having a a a group before and then and then how it is now did you did you find a big loss or or did the zoom keep it going for
0: you or we kept it going through zoom like we when did we break uh we went in line with the schools with our classes so when the schools kind of closed we then kind of went we're going to stop for a little while and then we did some pre-recorded content um just for people on youtube and then um after that it was just two days after we were on zoom just doing like workouts three times a week kids classes two times a week trying to mirror what we were already doing basically because we thought the kids have already stopped haven't they like their routine's just gone to shit, so at least we can keep some consistency with the routine for the parents of just right tuesday's going to be their class you know four to six at five o'clock seven to thirteen whatever thursday same thing workouts in the morning you can kind of build their timetable around that i suppose and then fit your homework in there and you know it's good and then we've got We've had like parents join up and things as well, just from training with us that haven't trained before. So before, maybe they'd sat the like sit on the sides and then just watch it or be on, on phones or whatever. Whereas now they're kind of getting involved because they had to during Zoom, like holding the pads or holding the cushions or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now they're like, oh, I want to come back and train now. So it's like... Because yeah, they can, right?
1: Because like the only way you can have pads is if it's the... I'm going to shut these doors because the race coming. It's It's starting.
0: oh ah! Oh, it's really good. Cool. It's been so hot. It's, it's going to break the humidity a little bit, I think. Hopefully, it's been, hot. It's been but, hot. Yeah, fingers crossed. But yeah, it's just adapting the same as any other martial artists I think around the country, around the world, at the moment, you just got to adapt to it and just. And do how, it How's your online? You just got your breakfalls going out. How's that going? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it was just something again that I just decided to put out there. I thought you know it's something that could be done socially. Just, it's say, a, good, a good idea. Yeah, really good it's idea. To put it out. I thought, you know, I think it's a good skill to learn no matter what you're doing. If it's BJJ, MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, Japan, like anything, I think it's a good skill to learn.
1: My, my wife just fell on the deck in about yeah. two months ago and broke her heel bone, her tibia, her fibula and uh, her ankle. Yeah, I mean, That's just as tripping on it, it's like, I was like, damn. It's funny because I think your, your thing came out like a, like a week later or something like that. I was like,
0: yeah, <laughs> if like, you go know, like everybody needs to know this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, cool. it's going to fall over and slip. But yeah, yeah exactly. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Phil. I really appreciate it as always. And hopefully we'll catch up when the world gets back to some semblance of normality yeah. and uh, you can get back on the seminar circuit and stuff. And yeah. Thanks, Alex. All right. No problem. Thank you.